talking back to people yeah man but it's always funny because kids always got the funniest logical answers and you're like damn i can't hate that like you're kind of right but you're being rude to me (laughs) (laughs) but like nah nigga you gotta do what i say (laughs) basically and then and then i'll hit you with why because i said so and they start hitting hitting with your whys and you'd be like damn (laughs) oh that's hilarious man but yo yo welcome welcome what's good fellas Appreciate having you guys. Back again. Back again. How many more days to the election? A couple more. I'm not going to say how much because who knows when this is going to land. But uh, we'll say a few. A few more. D-Day right. is on on arrival. I've already voted, so, you know. Yeah, I'm going to do early voting this weekend, actually, in New Damn. York. I'm going to take me a nap on that day, bro. I ain't even going to look at none of that shit. <laughs> it's going to be a shit show. Uh, what about yourself, Rose? What you doing? Yeah, I'm gonna um, vote this weekend as well. Nice. I haven't gotten around to it, but yeah, yeah I'm gonna, I got, I got go take care of that. Oh my bad, go ahead. No, I was just saying, yeah, I'm gonna go take care of that. Go, go, get out the way. All right, all right, all right. So, I right, introduce yourselves. Uh, let them know who we got here. We got the the incredible three. Yeah, man, it's your boy AD, place to be, all the way from you know ATL by way of New York. Back down in Athens, I guess this is my, you know, unofficial new bag cave until I come back up top. So, can't wait for that to happen, man. But I'm loving, you know, being back around family for this small period of time and just being back in nature. It's been fun. Yeah, man. It's your boy, Easy Rose. It's another another round, another edition of Bros. So good to be back, man. I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in a while. So, you know, looking forward to this conversation, man. I wish some, some more brothers was here, but... We here, we holding it down, so we gonna represent. Of course, of course. And your friendly neighborhood host and co co director Tony Stallion here. Ad, I'll be in Metropolis soon, but uh, I'll come, I'll come visit you down in Gotham, man. Once, I, once I get my situation settled up. Word, uh, word, word. Just stay gassed up, brother. Don't stop. Nah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> up, Don't bro. stop. Don't stop. Yo, man. Funny enough, I mean. Just to switch topics real quick, I was watching a uh, shit, uh, Lovecraft Country, and yeah. I was like, and in the first episode, I was like, oh, is that why parents always tell you to come in before before the lights, before the street lights come on? That's part because, of it. Because because if you if you if for people who haven't seen the scene, it's a scene where it's a um, what do they call it? Sundown town. Sundown where it's town. Like as yeah. a black person, it's like if you in the town when sundown goes when the sun goes down. Shit, yo ass might not make it the next day. That's and covers on, yeah, it was an interesting uh, kind of connection because I, I and I can't take credit for that. I saw that on Twitter, but uh, I was like, oh shit, that's kind of interesting that like that kind of stays with us today. Uh, well, maybe not today because kids aren't really out, but like back when I was growing up or Rose was growing up, uh, I know our parents used to be like, yo, when the street lights come on, that's when your ass need to be in the house. Yeah, I know. For me, growing up in Atlanta, man, like. I mean, that was part of it, but, you know, you know, back in the early 80s, living in ATL, you know, sundown, when the, when the lights came on, 
you know, we was coming out of that whole missing the child murders era, mm. right? So, you know, a lot of kids came up missing, you know, obviously when the lights went down or just, you know, out of the blue. So for me growing up, it was more around that than obviously, you know, the, the potential racial um, tie into that. But yeah, so it was like, you know, we weren't dealing with Klansmen or shit like that. We was dealing with another monster that we still don't know who killed all those damn kids in Atlanta. You know, the same way Williams did. Despite, despite all the documentaries. He's never charged for killing the kids, but that's a whole nother whatever. Yeah, you man. Know? We got to talk about that one day on here. I'd love to hear yeah. about your experience with that, uh, if it's not too traumatizing. Nah, we can talk. Shit, I'm uh, here. Uh, <laughs> Ain't that traumatizing? I am here, you know? So oh, man. Yo, one thing I want to say before we jump into the topics is I want to emphasize the importance of connection and also connecting with your elders. I mean, Rose and I, Rose, you could give your thoughts on it, but this past weekend we connected with a mentor of ours, the great Carmen Johnston and oh, Sharita Washington. And, you know, they were just giving, giving us both a lot of life advice, but me a lot. Too, free game, huh? I mean, it wasn't free. It wasn't free. We had to pay for the food, so you <laughs> oh, know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it wasn't free. Word, but, word. Um, but, you know, the game, you know, the game is to be sold, you know, not just to be told. And um, but I appreciate it. And I, and I think, the, you know, what, what they say, I'm going to stop dropping jewels, but what they say, uh, uh, a smart man learns from his mistakes, a wise man learns from someone else's. And, you know, mm -hmm. I just think it's always good to learn from older people because you could always be like, oh, shit. Like, not that you did that wrong, but if you would have did it differently, I can do that now versus like. Mm -hmm. you know going through the same trials and tribulations that they went through i don't know if you had any thoughts on that rose no nah, i think you pretty much nailed it man um i think the experience was it was a great experience just because like one you know i feel like we haven't been able to connect like that like you know all four of us at the same time so it was a while it was you know it took a while we've been trying to do it for for a minute and it worked itself out and then you know it just felt like it was we were with family you know you, we work with like a lot of people even now and you don't get that feeling i mean i feel like mm -hmm. that's the feeling i have when i hang out with you guys right so um just having that connection and that family and you know you can just ask any question you want and you're going to get a real ass answer you're not going to get this political politically correct answer or some evasive kind of response like they're gonna give it to you real and just remind you of like how you grew up or how i grew up and when you got people it's just not gonna lie to you and they're gonna just just be straightforward with it so um i felt like i, I picked up on a lot of gems just hanging out and um it made me it's, it's stuff you know it even put me in, a, in the right position a nice position even going into the work week just kind of holding on to some of the things that was um discussed so you know i mean to your point if, if if people out there they got some older people in the game or whatever they do any industry that you work in and you know who've act, who's actually been to the mountaintop per se and has seen almost anything and everything you know tap into them folks man and, and get yourself some game man um because it was really i was i was inspired man i was inspired so Word. that was dope all right speaking of older folks i like uh, that election time is coming up i don't know if you want to get game from any of these guys but Trump versus Biden. We made we made a couple of predictions last year on the pod, this year on the pod. I guess we'll see in a couple of weeks if Abros is what five for five in terms of future predictions. But uh who you guys think is are leading the polls? Like who 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 is leading the polls from your point of view? I mean, 
according to New York Times and some of these other, you know, quote unquote liberal media outlets, they're saying that Biden is leading by 10 points, right? I'm sure if I, you know, probably investigate and look into like more conservative media outlets such as Breitbart or Fox News that they'll probably have Trump up, right? So, I mean, it's a toss up, bro. And I just think, do polls even really matter? Polls, you know, are more That's like- That's true. A, Hillary so it's, was it's up a, in the polls. Yeah, she was, but she didn't win electoral. And I think, again, like, uh, we're basing things off a popularity contest, which, you know, and it's, you know, it's a good part out about that. I'm not going to advertise this part because they ain't paying us on dollars, but it's a good part out there by a, new, a news organization oh. <laughs> that talks about, like, the electoral college from a historical point of view, how it basically is still around because of, like, you can look at it as racial, um, you know, connections or just the way it's being used to just drive politics. Because the ideal of one man, one vote, that almost got killed off in 1969 in terms of electoral. And that be almost became a thing of just truly one man, one vote. But it's amazing how, you know, we got these, you know, in this recent history, two presidents that lost the uh, popular vote. One who lost it very bad, which is Trump. A small group of people literally can decide who becomes yeah. president, right? So I don't know if the polls actually mean anything because ultimately the electoral uh, board are going to be the ones that really choose the president. And if they can't do it, sure. then it's kind of like it's up to Congress. And if Congress can't do it, then it's up to the Supreme Court, right? Oh, I think it's the Supreme Court, Congress, one of those, right? Then it's just, it's yeah. all, it's going to be- it, It's, it's gonna be a political podcast, so it's okay if we get it all wrong. Yeah, fuck them. Not, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, I don't know, bro. It's the polls don't mean nothing to me. I guess for me, man, it's kind of like you got to play the game to the last second. And if we're trying to say, you know, get him out of office and we're purely just going on what's going on in the polls, we got to like ignore that shit. Like it's like, you know, do the work, go out there and try to make your vote count as much as possible. So right. maybe it does influence electoral college. Exactly. You know, I, I polls are just polls are like being up, like you know, in the fourth quarter, right? You like twenty degree, twenty points up, and then You're talking about Atlanta. I'm talking about Atlanta. Guys. <laughs> yes, I'm talking about that bullshit ass game from years ago. But uh, like it's kind of like that though, man. You can it blow it like up. You just can't. You can't do that, man. You know? So I don't know. But again, we live in a we live in a world where we sell. We got to sell something, right? So polls sell eyes. On publications and, and views, exactly. There you but go. I get it. That's true. Actually, that brings me to a good question, um, Rose. I wonder, from a media standpoint, I know you can't talk about your clients, but have you seen any uptick in terms of like uh, media buys where it comes to like political or news channels? I, I guess news channels, not really political channels, but like, have you seen on your end? And if it's no, then fine. But have you seen an uptick in like clients like, oh, we want to be close to that because you know they know a lot of people are watching that or people are avoiding it no actually it's been the opposite um marketers are trying to stay away from that like oh think about like brand safety and how polarizing um just you know election the election time election time period is i mean that split between republican democrat same thing like blood and crit like you know what i mean like someone's going to feel some kind of way about something and you know you don't want to have your messaging tied to something that's going to potentially take one of your customers and drive them in a different direction and say yeah, oh well yeah. you you're 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 
funding, you're putting dollars behind this message, or you are taking inventory on a website or some kind of some, some kind of online video. And Petty Don, Petty Don, or um, Sleepy Sleepy Joe is talking, <laughs> and your ad is on the side of it, and it's showing that you're sponsoring this page, right? So like, yeah. I mean, you kind of want to think, you got to kind of think about that, and so what you kind of do, do some kind of a contextual buy-in. Yeah, well, you could do that, or you can just try to stay away from like news um, headlines, news stories, and like news sites, and try to run stuff more evergreen. Uh, maybe you might you might want to run some lifestyle stuff where you don't have to surround your messaging around that kind of content. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So basically, brands are saying Republicans buy sneakers too. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's no knock to Jordan, but he did say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn. That's some real <laughs> shit, though. That's, that, that's, shit. that's the American way, though, bro. Like, I you mean, know what I'm saying? It's American it. way. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we don't have to touch on this point, but hopefully, I was watching 537 on HBO. I just hope it doesn't. I guess we'll see, because it's saying that this will probably be the, I guess, the longest. Like, we won't know election night or the night after election. That's I'm taking a nap, man. I'm watching who's, who's president. It might, could be a couple weeks or could be a month. Probably the end of the year, after Christmas. But it Maybe depends on what if that count comes back and some people aren't didn't win and they contest it, and then I mean, look what back. happened in two thousand one. You know, it took a while for what the Supreme yeah. Court decided who was president between what two thousand, right? Um, when Gore and um, Bush yeah. was doing anything. So. I mean, yeah, I implore anybody if you have HBO, if you can borrow someone's login, definitely check out uh five thirty seven or something like that like vote 537 or five i think it's 537 votes um it's a great documentary but it talks very detailed and they actually talk to republicans who influenced the the courts and the counting and all that stuff so yeah i'd say get you, get your information and go vote be prepared i mean this is old and i'm not surprised about this but trump didn't denounce any white supremacy groups I don't know if you guys have any comments on that or if it's just like, that's America. What's your thoughts? Go for it, Rose. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Like, I don't know. Like, I really don't have much on it. Like, if anyone here or anywhere else, like, nearby is surprised by that, like, I don't know. No, I don't even know what to say. All right. Oh, we got Kofax in the building. Okay. Oh. What's up, Kofax? Hey, we was just on. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Yo, All so right. we uh, just asked a question, right, about, you know, the first debacle of a debate uh, about, you know, uh, 45 not uh, denouncing white supremacy. So it's kind of cool that you joined because I feel like you're going to have the most poignant point of view on it. And my man, definitely go points of view. That's yeah. why you joined right there. Right I'm with Rose. I'm not sure. Wait, more than y'all? Hold on, let me close this door. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, yeah. you know, what else can you say, bro? It's like, yeah, he's racist. <laughs> I, mean, you, I mean, what else you want me to say? I mean, I mean, how about this? Central Park, Central Park Five ad, like, with, like, yeah, I'm like nothing I'm new, like, bro. I don't need, I don't need him to denounce <laughs> racism at all. I mean, like, that doesn't, that's just words out of his fat fuck ass. Shit stain mouth. God damn. I don't need his uh, ass to say shit about so, racism. So so I was gonna say we all know that. How about the the next point that I think um I'd love to hear everybody's opinion on? So two things happen. One fifty cent posted something on social where he said Now you pardon. What? 
Now you potting. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah. So 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 fifty cent, my queen's brother, posted uh vote for Trump well, because because Biden is gonna raise taxes to sixty two percent in New York and sixty percent in Jersey, where he probably lives in Jersey. And then also on the flip side, um Ice Cube called out by people for having discussions with the Republicans um while because he was discussing the contract with Black America and then Republicans used both their conversation with Ice Cube as well as 50 Cent's post to promote Trump and say, hey, these black people support Trump, so so should you. What do you guys think of Republican tactics to use kind of celebrities or even anybody they can to uh, frame it that this person is supporting Trump or the Republican Party? Well, they got used. I mean, Ice Cube, I feel like I understand his whole perspective. I got it. Like, he was just like, yo, fuck both of them. And I feel that way. I was an independent until I was forced by New York State to become a Democrat just to vote in the primaries, right? Other states that I've lived in don't require that. So I've been an independent since I was a, since I've been voting. But here I had to join up with the Democratic do-nothings to actually have a say in the part of the, the, part of the vote to which matters, I actually believe, which is the primary. Because in New York, especially where I live, it doesn't matter who you vote for after that in the general. But I understand what Ice Cube was saying in the, in the regard that it was, he was basically like, look, our struggle is not a partisan issue. It doesn't matter who's been in office. We've still, ca- we've still caught the shit into the stick. So he's just like, yo, if I got to deal with this cat who occupies the office right now, I'm going to deal with him. Mm-hmm. Now, as black people go, that's, that's, a, that's a misdemeanor almost if it's not a felon felony offense of blackness. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess the theory is we're supposed to not have conversations and ignore Trump completely just because we hate him. You know what I mean? But the fact is, is that he sits in the Oval Office right now. So I totally understood where Ice Cube was coming from. And if he's the man in the office that I got to talk to, then that's the man in the office I got to talk to. But it doesn't really matter. I mean, if it becomes Joe Biden next, I'm going to talk to him too. Yeah. You know, and this is arguably the next person, the next white man up is the one that has done far worse for the black community than even this fucking asshole that's in office right now. You know, if you go back and look at the 94 crime bill yeah. that, estab- that was established, written and authored by Joe Biden and pushed so that he could appear tough on crime and the Democrats could appear as tough on crime as the Republicans wanted to be. And we obviously were the, were the ones who were victimized by it. That could be argue that it was far more detrimental than any of this bullshit that comes out of this idiot's mouth yeah, you know he had actively. a point <laughs> so the yeah. fact is is that who's ice cube supposed to talk to are we supposed to not have that conversation at all so i understand what he was saying now on the other hand 50 cent on some me over we shit totally going for delph and it's like fuck y'all i'm rich now i mean so now i'm gonna, also, I'm gonna be, also okay also, I was just going to say not to not to defend it, but he also has a show that's coming back November. He's a troll. So we all know this trolling, da 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 da. You can see hashtag uh, for life, which is a great show. But like, I get it. There's not the time for that. But also, I just want, it's not like, like, I don't think, I mean, I'm assuming it wasn't like some rich shit. I think it was just like, all right, like, I know people are going to talk about this. that. Okay, one, Fifth got how many shows out right now? He's got for life. Powers coming back with a whole nother generation. It's already it was doing all right in terms of promotion. I would hope that he wouldn't use life or death scenarios like Trump 
getting reelected to promote a fucking show. Bro, 50 has trolled Ja Rule and has made a career trolling Ja Rule his entire career. You just, he can't turn that off. He just, it's just something he would just, hey, he man. just does. He's like, he's like the Joker without the makeup and just husky as fuck, <laughs> right? He is literally that dude, right? And maybe the bigger problem is not even so much as 50 or even the ice cubes is what we said in what I was saying in the, in the chat. I just think our problem, and it's probably an American problem. It's not even just a black problem is that our society uh, give celebrities too much power. We literally have put a casino owner and not so much as people on this podcast, but America has put a casino owner in the highest office in the land. And then what he does well is talk to other celebrities because right? he was honest because he's a celebrity. So talking to a 50 or 50, even wildly, you know, like trolling us to endorse him. Hey, I don't even know if 50 even vote. Most celebrities don't even vote anyway. Right. And then you get like, um, like ice cube, right? He's, I guess he got his contract for black America. Uh, my biggest issues with all that shit, bro, is that none of these guys, a part they're part of the point zero five percent so they don't even represent like any working people on his phone let alone working class people period let alone like grassroots people such as like a tamika mallory or anybody else i had like a coach or a teacher who actually touch and really deal with issues every day even a local policeman even though i don't really fuck with the police but let's be honest that's not an easy job either right they got to go out here and deal with crazy motherfuckers too that's true and on top of deal with crooked ass cops so for the most, I, I think my biggest issue overall is for celebrities. We got too many celebrities keep coming out and speaking about all of black America when they haven't connected with none of the grassroots uh, initiatives. Like, you know, you got Diddy talking about starting a whole nother black independent party, but it's like, bro, we already got those. Why are you not empowering the shit that's already out there? Right? So that's my bigger issue, bro. And it's kind of like, okay, you guys are meeting with the president. What the fuck y'all guys asking for? You're not speaking on behalf of me. You talk, you're speaking on behalf of you. And that's fine because you're a celebrity. You can do that, but don't yeah. make that like a black thing until you really have talked to a lot of the black constituents. But Hey, you know, we haven't had real national leadership really since the sixties or the seventies anyway. And that's all by design. Yeah. Facts. All right. Rose, you got out here trying to speak for black people on abortion and shit like bro you never voted how the fuck you want me to vote for you Get the fuck out of here yeah man that's my guy but he hasn't been black in a long time all i gotta say is 50 cent said that he would pick takashi 69 over his biological son so his <laughs> trolling is on a no a whole nother level so i don't believe anything that nigga said. trolls attract trolls that's why I'm <laughs> I told y'all. I said this on a podcast love last year or two years ago. What Ugh. is the difference between six nine and Trump? And now I'm gonna put fifty cents in that category. They the same people. They the same. They the same people. They the same motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Well, make sure you go vote. That's the point. It's a trolling. We just a troll society right now. Basically, I, I don't know. We need upside down for real. So, and now the fact that oh go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> now go ahead, go ahead, now finish what you no said. I was just saying we we definitely control society and like you can just go on social media and, and Twitter and it's like we didn't have this a long time ago 
So when we, we, now that we having like these conversations, like people are just jumping in and enjoying it and loving it. So, um, you know, America, America is a, a it's it's a shit fest right now. You know what I'm saying? So it is it, what it is. It, right it now. is a circus, and just get your tickets. Basically, <laughs> if you're not if you're yeah, not in the see, U.S., we the ride, brother. Circus, we the ride. Man. We can't. We can't live. We can't let this shit just happen to us anymore. Like that's the thing. Like, if this fucking guy gets another four years, it's either fight or flee. Like dead ass. Free. There is no in between anymore. You know I what I mean? Like free, this is about to be fascism at its fucking fullest. I think I might have to flee. It's this is a lot to fight, man. I mean, I don't know. Oh, I'm with you, bro. I'm I'm not about that. I'm not about. I'm not. I'm not here to say this shit. I mean, I'm. I'm partially native, so I got some native blood in me. I'm sure we all do. But, you know, as my father says, I'm all the way black in in regard to just like we've been here since the first, second, or third ships. You know what I'm saying? And and I got some I got some native in me, which means that I got some claim to this land, but I'm not here to fight for it right now. I just believe that look, the world is big and beautiful. And one thing we haven't done as a community of black people specifically is explore it. You know, I'm lucky to know some of my best friends. Some of y'all obviously are from, you know, from from various island nations in the Caribbean and, and some of my closest friends are Nigerian and, and, and South African and other places, Europe and such. But as a community, we haven't really explored the world because we've been so hypnotized through this Stockholm syndrome that we've suffered through by, you know, and, and stuck and staying in this country. I think this might be ultimately it's funny. There's so many things Trump does that at that that are so ass backwards that might lead in some way to a to a to a benefit to us, meaning like through his idiocy and assholeness, it might drive a bunch of motherfuckers to leave the country and thus set up shop and find out that there's much better places on the planet than this than this place. You see what I'm saying? No, no doubt. And, and that's that's that to me is a positive net outcome. So, I'm with you. I'll be right behind you, right next to you. You know. Man, I just got yeah, I just man. got garbage uh, passport. So I'm just keeping it as an option, bro. Now I hear you on that. Um, so one thing I wanted to jump into um, is so COVID. So obviously it's happening. They're saying a second wave is going on. Um. I read an article the other day on CNN, and I shared it with you guys, that uh, states are trying to figure out how to pay for the vaccine. Right now, obviously, Dr. Fauci, um, I don't know uh, exactly his involvement in it, um, so forgive some of that ignorance. But um, just two lines from this article I read is, according to CNN, one, a uh, vaccine may not be available until the third quarter of 2021, which would be June, June or July, so next summer. And then even then, uh, I was reading, it says that um, this Friday, well, this Friday and the 23rd, most states are still trying to figure out um, how to pay for this vaccine um, and where they're going to get the money from. They can just print the money. They just printed the money recently. They just printed the money. Come on, pay for the vaccine. Yeah, they they need they need federal money to 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 pay for the distribution of the vaccine. Yeah, they can print the money, bro. They just did that way with this bailout. Exactly. 
Okay. Looking forward to much more scamming. There's going to be so much more yeah. scamming happening. <laughs> you know what we need to be talking about? The fucking um, settlement that just went down. Uh, Speaking of pharmaceuticals, the settlement that just went down uh, for the uh, for the fentanyl that was being fed to cats yeah. through that shady-ass family. What's their name? Um, yeah, and they that. just paid... They just paid... Like two billion or something like that? Some ridiculous amount so that they don't do mm. no time. I'll look that up. While we Yet they killed mil, uh, thousands of people by 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 knowingly feeding and paying paying um, pharmacists to 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 prescribe fentanyl and 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 other addictive drugs, highly addictive drugs, um, knowing that it would get them addicted and kill them, but yet they don't do any time. So, so with regard to this, this, this vaccine that that'll appear magically, you know, where we still ain't got a vaccine for AIDS or HIV, um, but yet they can find this like overnight. Now they want to charge us for it. Fuck that. So, I mean, it'll ultimately be something where doctors got to pay. I think it's gonna be an insurance thing. I don't think of it's course, gonna be. Bro. A, yeah, it's about somewhere. money. Yeah. Come on. Um, so the question, big, big question is. What farmer ad agency is gonna like pick up Ooh, that, right? Interesting, right? Because I know you got like what used to be Digitized Health, and you got a bunch of you know spinoff of these major ad agencies who's gonna like you know obviously run some campaigns. I, mean, I don't know. If they're run, you, like all you need is some Getty video, a nice yeah, video true. in the background. And here's another thing: some black like, people playing sports and being friendly and be like. <laughs> but here's another thing, right? You want to live life you when it comes to pharma advertising, because I've worked at a pharma ad agency. You got the branded experience and the non-branded experience, and the branded experience is usually paid directly from the uh, pharmaceutical company. You know, right? Yeah. Like AstraZeneca, Pfizer, Nova Nordisk, whatever. Then the non-branding experience can be um, something that's a conglomerate of those pharmaceuticals that just get people to get in the funnel, right? And then each one of those pharma agencies, uh, what pharma companies who have their own respective agencies, they have to like consider how much they're going to spend in terms of a media buy over a certain period of time because that um, that that vaccine is a patent, and at some point that patent has to go public. Right. Oh, I, oh, go ahead. So yeah, so it's it's wild, bro. But it's it's gonna be a money grab, not just for the people. Oh yeah, distributing distributing this um vaccine. It's gonna be like you know a well, lot of advertising dollars. Now, now that you mention it, I mean, Rose could speak to the media part. Um, but like honestly, that shit is gonna be a whoever gets it is gonna be a lot of money because it's a lot gonna, of money. You're, bro. you're gonna you're gonna have to get it out fast. The ads. There's gonna be a lot of legality. And media-wise, you're going to want everyone to know about it. So it's just like, that's just going to be a huge spend on whoever, whatever pharma company does send that out. Well, think about it. It's like four or five pharma companies making it right, right. now. Johnson yep. Johnson, Pfizer. Johnson Johnson just halted testing, halted, uh, not testing, halted um, uh, creating be some something happened with their testing. They're not gonna have it ready for next year. Doesn't mean that they still they're still you know researching. Gotta get paid to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not gonna release it. But they they still gotta think about advertising. Like whoever is the agency working on that right now, they're working on those campaigns right now. So that's money to be made just from advertising about a vaccine. 
Yeah, the, yo, if you work at an agency right now, you should be looking into that that new biz. Um, no, nah, that's a great point, AD. That's a great point of like, yeah, who's going to get that type of money? That's what I want to talk about. When we say Black Lives Matter, man, I believe that translates to Black contracts matter, Black yeah. jobs matter, yeah. you know, things like that. I mean, what, some of the HBCUs are signing up to be early testers of this vaccine. So, oh, really? Yeah. So, again, like, who's wow. going to advertise the HBCUs telling, hey, Black student, do you want to try this? That nope. sound like a... Yeah, that sounds like some like, Tuskegee spirit. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like yeah, You shit. know what it is. I, um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a good point. I, I did find that article that uh, um, Colfax was talking about um, where it says, Purdue Pharma, whose Oxycontin helped fuel the opioid epidemic, agrees to pay $8 billion. Oh, I was um, wrong. I knew it was billion? eight or two. Yeah, it said $8 billion. Oh, billion, 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 yeah, billion. B, billies, yeah. B, bro. Um, so that means they got, that means they got 60, 80, 90 billion. <laughs> yeah, basically. You just pay your way out of fucking killing thousands of people in this country, bro. I mean, shit, the government ain't paying nobody for the crack epidemic. And right. That shit then fucked us all over in one way or another. I'm just looking through this article, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so between 1999 and 2018, 450,000 people died from opioid overdoses, according to the U.S. Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. So, yeah, man, they paid out. Just to get off. But, yeah, cats, you know, I'm not even going to get started. But motherfuckers getting locked up because their kids are going, you know. <laughs> skipping school. Skipping school and shit. And you know, that, you know what that is. So Yeah, I already know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, America is is like a fucked up family member that you're part of, but shit, like, I deal with them. Um, so on a kind of lighter note, maybe not so light, uh, how has working remotely been for all you guys? I, like, I know it. you all have different great. scenarios with kids and stuff, but wondering, like, what you guys have been thinking. Is this the look. move moving forward? I've had a lot of time to really connect with my son, right? So that's been a good thing. Um, and, I, you know, it's been great because me and Nicole, we work in the same office together. So um, it's kind of cool because, hey, I get to see her. She gets to see me. It's dope. And we can work right next to each other, but we don't work together, right? So that totally works. I do miss this thing of going into our office every so often. Um, the idea that as a creative, sometimes you need that space between work and home or third place environment like a bar or a park to just kind of like let your mind wander a little bit and you know at home when you come off of you know webex call zoom call you i'm back into like dad mode so i just sometimes mm. it'd be great to have that buffer like that 30 40 minute buffer to like prep yourself for the next thing you're on to you know all of us have those things that we're doing between work and sleep right. right so that's the part i do miss but uh overall hey i'm i'm fortunate to have a job to be able to work remotely because a lot of cats i have to go out and literally get, hit that road and really make that loop doing yeah i mean for me it's been a blessing i'm i feel the same way ad i mean you know i'm in an apartment we're all in an apartment i'm in an apartment with my wife and my three-year-old son in new york um We've had a lot of trepidation and travails we've had to overcome 
during Corona as well as post George Floyd, the uprising. You know, we're right here in Munston, in Brooklyn. We're right next to the park. On the other side of the park, there's a hospital, and the hospital had more trucks. And then right next to that, that was where they did all of the like burning of the police vans and things like that. But at the same time, I still would rather go through all of that than have to go through a daily commute to and from, you know, an office. And I, yeah, you know, like you said, I mean, I'm glad that someone invented doors. So I get to close them when I need to do, you know, things like this or whatever. But um, it is great to be able to have this, this amount of like, FaceTime with my kid in his most formidable years. That's amazing. Um, somehow my wife and I seem like we're getting stronger through this. So that's great. That's what's up. Um, but yeah, you know, more right. space, more room. <laughs> that would be welcome. I'm not Kenya Barris out here, so we don't have like mansions and shit. But it would be really welcome to have a larger home um, and be able to like not be like you say as soon as you get off the zoom or the the google you know chats or whatever you go right into dad mode that would be good but i think the trade-off of not having to go sit in an office and be on mostly it's not even being in the office it's the commute that i that i don't like it's the hour there hour back that i really you know have, have like that's just been a blessing not to have to do yeah i feel the same that was that's a great point Kofax, because that that was my like I don't know, man. I don't feel like I ever want to go back and like just jumping on a train every morning and like every evening going like to work and coming back home from work. Like that shit is that like that shit isn't for nobody. Like it's, just moving, that, yo. it's, it's yeah. not moving. Because <laughs> like two hours a day. Yeah. And you think about like all the stuff that goes to your mind. You're like, yo, is this motherfucker gonna stab me? Like, I don't know if this home, yeah, it's like this person drunk, they're going to throw up on me. Like, people, like, fighting for a chair. Like, I don't want to do that ever again. I mean, but working from home, it's been great for me. I mean, I've been able to get, like, a lot of stuff done. I've been able to clear my head a little bit. I mean, you know, the the monotony of, like, being in the house, like, every day um, and waking up and just doing the same stuff every day. Like, you, you, you try to get a little creative with it. So, like, I'll work out in between calls. Um, I try to like, you know, just go out for like walks or whatever and just try to figure out little different projects that I could do, stuff going on in the house. I'm trying to get those things organized. Um, I'm just appreciating the time, man. And and that's the most important thing. Like that time, what you all said, time with your family, um, just time to even clear your head, time to even just say, you know what? I'm gonna go step out and just take a walk and just whatever, just clear my head. Like, you know, we have the liberty to do that. Not to say we didn't have that same luxury in the office, but you know, in the office, it's like, it's just, I don't know. Like you you in there, like when you're there, it's fine. And then, you know, you gotta go from meeting to meeting and it's just like all kind of weird stuff that just happens that I kind of forgotten about. Um, I mean, I'm, listen, I can do this like moving forward, bro. Like if I don't never ever have to go back to the office, I mean for you know little meetings here and there, like that's cool. But just that that I'm with Colfax. That commute, bro, it's not for me, man. I can't do it. And honestly, well, yeah. One more point: as a black man, I feel like it's made it more democratic and egalitarian. You know what I mean? I feel like, like you said, um, Rose, it's like it's 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 not all of that little 
office politics bullshit that we typically mm-hmm. aren't included in or we or we have to fight. I feel like this has made it a level more of a level playing field that, you know, that you don't have to oh, oh, okay, so y'all over here, your little fiefdoms over there, your little cool kids over there, all that shit is deaded. You know, and I get to live I get to I get to really kind of like just be about what I what my talents are. And as such, you know, I don't think that it I think that working remotely kills all of that while at the same time it allows for the for for whoever's going to be like whoever's the best at what they do to rise to the top, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, man, and last thing I'll say too, like I never realized how much I cared about my family until like now. Mm. Like you know when you at work in the office and you just doing stuff. You just you just on go. You just doing stuff and you just getting stuff done. And you've been doing stuff for like seven, eight, nine, ten hours. And then you're like, wow, oh shit, I got a family. I gotta, I got let me go check on my mom. Let me go check on this person, right? So now it's like, you know, I got time. And now it's all about like making time and just being creative and just figuring out, all right, what's the next step? What what other things I wanna add to like right. my life? Or what's some stuff I wanna take out? So, you know, I think it's a I mean, it's not a beautiful time, but you know, you gotta make the best of it. Nah, I day, bro. That's all you can do. Yeah, man. Uh, man, that was beautiful. I got nothing to add to that. But oh, Rose, yeah, can you sign us off? Absolutely, man. My boy, Easy Rose, Abros. Once again, another edition. No soft talk when it comes to telling the truth. Yes, sir. All right.